Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the Northwest Herald Prep Football Podcast. Sponsored by Rosati's Pizza in Crystal Lake. Lake Marine and RV of Woodstock, and Adams Collision Service Centers, and Plum Garden in McHenry. Welcome to another Northwest Herald football podcast. I'm Northwest Herald sports writer Joe Stevenson, along with sports editor Kyle Neighbors and sports writer Sean Hammond. And course you can't see this but we are all resplendent in our maroon tops today because Prairie Ridge and Richmond Burton are our last two teams standing if you gave us 10 more tries I mean we did not contact each other no, this didn't. morning when making our our attire choices to come into work today um what are the odds that that, that happens again all three of us in maroon yeah look at us so well, we're one step closer to making the trip to DeKalb for next week's state football championships. And uh, as we mentioned, we have Richmond Burton still alive in Class 4A, Prairie Ridge still going in Class 6A. RB earned another trip to the semifinals back-to-back years with a 24-14 to victory over IC Catholic. Prairie Ridge is back in the semis after holding off Cary Grove 14-13. to Kyle, you and I... Saw that Prairie Ridge Cary Grove game. The field was horrible, but it was it was a terrific game. And I have to give Cary Grove a world of credit. This is a team that lost forty two to seven to Prairie Ridge in week eight, and the Trojans almost pulled it off. Yeah, I mean they were right there. They you know they had a uh, a touchdown and then an extra point try to tie it. Um, because of those field conditions, it was a bad snap. There was trouble for both sides on special teams um, all day long. Uh, the the larger, I guess, mistakes on special teams went to Cary Grove, but even Prairie Ridge, you know, they had a few punts that were, you know, what, seven, eight yards. It, w- it was really hard to get your footing out there. They played better. We knew they would. Um, I definitely think the, the field conditions helped them quite a bit to stay in that game. Yeah, that's a situation where it really limits – Joe, what you can do going out to the outside, right, from the triple option offense. I mean, you almost have to focus on just just moving straight ahead, and um, that's obviously one thing that Blake Skull does really well, and I think maybe uh, Prairie Ridge might have missed Carter Evans a little bit in this game. I think think it did definitely miss Carter Evans, and yes, I think it really took away Blake Brown and Tegan Trost, who have been so explosive for Prairie Ridge. Kerry Grove played great defense, and then along with the, the you know Prairie Ridge being a little bit limited, and and like you mentioned, Blake Skoll was was fantastic. It didn't really seem to bother him his running style 
as much. Well, so you, you mentioned the outside pitches. Skull actually hit several, maybe not pitches, but extended runs to the to the outside off tackle there. And the thing I noted really quickly was the fact that if you were asking players to make a cut at the line of scrimmage to get upfield, it just wasn't going to happen. Like By the time they were able to regain their footing, they were getting hit. So you essentially, you just had to have someone going with the head of steam and the the way they were able to design those plays to Blake's goal was anytime he was going off tackle he was already upfield once he hit the line of scrimmage and was able to just he didn't didn't have to make that cut yeah it was interesting they moved him around a little bit usually he's the fullback going up the middle they were they were pitching to him a lot they were using him as the wingback some and uh, Nick Hissong was running some at fullback and a, a great coaching job by Kerry Grove's staff to find some things and block some things better. And, and, and it was just, it was a, a fantastic performance. And one player I do want to make sure to note here that we, I don't think we've mentioned yet is Jake Johnson, who was really, really good uh, in the middle of that field on defense. And, you know, uh, I'm just thinking about this now as we're talking about it, but Blake Skull was really good on the muddy field against Jacobs uh, a number of weeks ago. He had a huge game and basically put the team on his back. I think they won 14 to 6, maybe, if I have that right. Yeah, I think you're right. In Um, fact, after the game, Brad Seberg, Kerry's coach, mentioned that this was the worst field he'd seen since, since Jacobs. It was about that, about the same. So something about those muddy fields, I don't know. Blake Skull seems to... uh, thrive in that situation well yeah. here, here's something we didn't we we had a really good weather story last week about the field condition from alex kentucky um one thing we didn't note in that story and i didn't really think about it until now is i don't know if there's a way you coach it or if it's just something naturally like do you discuss like how to run in that those type of conditions like because blake does seem to do a really good job at it so is there something specific you can tell a kid um to kind of counteract or at least alleviate the, the field conditions I, I don't know I don't know but he yeah had, I don't know either. he had 30 carries for 197 yards he caught a pass for 48 yards he was it was a, a, a magnificent performance I'm pretty sure uh Kyle Prairie Ridge is going to be thrilled to go on the road for the semifinals I don't think they've ever been as glad to just go on the road for a game because they get to go now to Deerfield which has turf I think I think Prairie Ridge is going to really enjoy this. In most, yeah, in, in most situations, I think Prairie Ridge would rather be at home. But in this particular spot, considering the field conditions and the fact that you look at Deerfield and they're a really sound defensive team, they don't have a ton of offense. You saw them a few weeks ago. Um, Prairie Ridge is probably going to be able to if, if if it becomes a game where Prairie Ridge is able to move the ball, which I think they will be able to do. I don't think Deerfield can keep up with that defense, and a, a fast track I think helps Prairie Ridge in this scenario. Was it uh, a couple of years ago? Uh, PR won the semifinal. Was it at Hoffman Estates? I think. Yes. yes. Is that right? It yeah. was very that cold that day. It, it was. was it was cold. It was really windy. Not the best conditions, but yeah, it was on turf, and they yes. ran all over that. Yes, Samson had another one of those huge games. Uh, just to mention a little bit about Deerfield, um, Kyle, we saw Rolling Meadows a couple weeks ago and for a Friday night drive game with Prospect. Uh, and Rolling Meadows still playing in 7A in the semifinals against... They get Naz this week. Yeah, they get Nazareth. Okay. Um, Rolling Meadows beat Deerfield 31-24 in double overtime. And then uh, Deerfield's other loss was to Maine West 29-6. Um, I, and I, I saw them play in the first week of the playoffs against Chris Lake South. 
They won 35-0. They have some speed. That's a pre- it's a pretty good team. Yeah, it, it's a sound team. I, I don't think there's anything about it that really stands out, but they're just technically sound uh, really across the field. Um, I think it's a team that's improved a lot as the season went along. That main West game was early in the year. I'm not sure which week it was. I, I believe I believe the loss to Rolling Meadows was like week three, and main West was a couple weeks later. Okay. Yeah, week yeah, five. Yeah. Week yeah. five, okay. Yeah, I, I, I see the Rolling Meadows, them taking them overtime or double overtime, Gives me that's a, that's a really good game for the for, for for Deerfield losing to Maine West by that margin surprises me a little bit. But like I said, I think they they're playing better over the second half of the season. So the winner of Prairie Ridge and Deerfield gets the winner from the south part of the six A bracket, which is East St. Louis and Chatham Glenwood, and the six A title game will be at. Uh, on Saturday, November thirtieth, at one p.m., over in DeKalb at Husky Stadium. Did you? Did either of you see what was happening in that East St. Louis Richards game on they, Saturday? They had a running clock by half. Well, they don't start the running yeah, clock until the second it, half. It was forty-two zero at halftime. For it at halftime, East St. Louis is not messing around. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They yes. are. That is a good Richards team. A Richards team that's 60. been ranked in the top five all year, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's a terrific Richards team, and East St. Louis just laid ways to them. 60 to nothing, the final on that. Whew, yeah. Rosati's Pizza in Crystal Lake uses real ingredients, making pizza the way you like it. Mention this ad when ordering and get a pizza by the slice with a can of soda for four bucks. Call 815-477-0888 to place an order or order online at rosatispizza.com. Lake Marine and RV is your new boat dealer for Quest. Low, Rinker, and Veranda models. Lake Marine and RV has all your sales, full service, and storage needs. You can visit Lake Marine and RV at 2050 Southeastwood Drive in Woodstock. Online at lakemarine.com. Lake Marine and RV, Woodstock's full service marine and RV facility. Plum Garden has been voted the best Chinese restaurant and the best egg roll in the Northwest Herald's Best of the Fox year after year since 2014. Whether for lunch or dinner, dine-in or carry-out, our authentic Chinese cuisine is sure to satisfy. You can see a full menu online at PlumGardenRestaurant.com. Most folks don't spend a lot of time thinking about auto body repair. Ask for Adams. The choice is yours. Adams Auto Body and Service Center McHenry, Adams Collision Service Huntley, Adams Collision Center's Lake in the Hills and Harvard, where quality and customer satisfaction count. Richmond Burton never trailed in its win over IC Catholic. Uh, that was, again, 24-14. to 14. And, by the way, that ended, I believe, the longest postseason winning streak in the state, right, Kyle? 17 in a row for the Knights. 17 in three, a row? Three state titles, that's 15. And, yeah, and two more to get to the quarterfinals. So that would be 17 postseason games in a row. You're dropping some knowledge on me there that I hadn't mm-hmm. even thought about yet. Um which immediately just makes me start to be a, a complete football nerd and wonder where that ranks in terms of longest postseason winning streaks. Well, no, Driscoll won yeah. seven in a row. They won seven in a row? Yeah. I forgot about so that. Yeah. That's, yeah, and that I don't know if anybody's ever going to top that one. That's, that's, so that's uh, oh, seven times five is 35. Plus they might have won a couple more of the – I can't yeah, remember. Could, did Driscoll well. close when – or did anybody say Driscoll is not open anymore, right? Right. Yeah, it's closed. Um, I can't remember if it closed. I can't or remember. Finally beat him. I can't remember. That, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was Tim Rackey at the end of that. The uh, the coach at Naz. 
Really? He uh, or he, he was the first started, coach, wasn't he? He was the first coach, and then he left, and then yeah. and I don't I remember, remember who took over the other coach's name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Tim Racky started that streak and had the first three or four, and then then moved on to somewhere else, and then to Naz. But yeah, that sounds like a good off-season Friday night drive story. A it's been long enough now that a, a look back at the reign of terror that Driscoll was was imposing on the high school football world. Well, and I think then after that, Montini got some of those guys okay. in, that, in that area, you know, was, was drawing some of those guys. And then Montini goes on to, I think, played in seven state title games in a row. Didn't win them all, but still it's a, it's a good quite streak. impressive. So we, we wondered what would happen, you know, when RB got pushed and the Rockets finally got pushed and, they they stayed strong all the way. They end it with uh, they, they get a stopped IC late in the in the game, and then go in and score on the next to last play with Dalton Wood going in from the one to to cap it off. Sean, yeah, Dalton Wood and Nick Legnaoli were both over a hundred yards in this game rushing, um, and they held IC Catholic running back Kyle Franklin to forty seven yards. And um, I think that, twenty of it was on one. Uh, yeah, it was touchdown. It run. was yeah. That was what was the the thing that really stood out to me. Like I I had no doubts that Richmond Burden with this offense was going to be able to move the ball and score against really anyone in four A. Uh, I didn't know when they came up against a really good offense like I see Catholic. I I had concerns if they were going to be able to really shut down Franklin and they they took him out of the game. Yeah, which which might, could bode well for RB this week because they're going to see Cole City and. Daniel Jezik's one of the best backs in the state. He's rushed for almost 2,200 yards right now. Yeah, before we get into Cole City, too, I do. this was another game. Uh, we Both area games, I think, were affected by field conditions. I mean, IC Catholic was another team I, we d- talked about when we were doing the, the preview last week on this podcast that IC Catholic had played on turf all year, um, and it's a, a high-paced uh, offensive attack and coming up there to one grass and then a, a muddy field situation i'm sure played in richmond burden's favor oh yeah i would definitely think so especially the style that they're playing so this was uh i I think we might have kind of expected this game uh with cole city and an rb looking at the the way teams have been ranked in 4a all year those those two have been up there we didn't we didn't know if they would get to each other if they would get through ic catholic and st francis and they both did and now I was I was more confident in Cole City than I was in Richmond Burden, and not the fact that I didn't think Richmond Burden could get there. I think they're a terrific team. I think they can win this game. Um, I just thought that that the path was a little more difficult. Even though Weed and St. Francis beat IC Catholic, I just felt like IC Catholic overall was the, the better team than Weed and St. Francis. Um, and so I, I just thought this was a little bit tougher road for, for Richmond to get there. One thing I want to note, too, is we talk about Richmond not being pushed. and we that was It was kind of hard because in the KRC, you don't feel like they were pushed all that much. But that Week 9 game where they, they actually did really well against Quincy Notre Dame and we kind of brushed it off at the time, Quincy Notre Dame is still alive in yeah, the 3A still playoffs. Playing. 3A semifinal against, uh, um, do you remember who they're playing? They just, beat, they just beat Breeze Mater Day and... I can't remember I, I off can't the top either. hand. Yeah, thir- it was thirty-four to fourteen in Week Nine that they beat Quincy Notre Dame. So yeah, that game, that that win looks even more impressive as uh, as the Raiders keep rolling through the playoffs. It's Williamsville. I'm sorry, Quincy okay. Notre Dame gets a, a incredibly good Williamsville this weekend. Cole City with some 
some pretty impressive wins here. Uh, 48 to 33 over Morris. 34 to 20 over Bishop Mack, which got knocked out last week, but was, a, a, an, an, again, a really good team. 29 to 14 over Wilmington, which is a perennial 3A power. And then, uh, like you mentioned last week, 25 to 7 over St. Francis. So good, good, solid wins there. Yeah, this really is a um, the, the Coal City has had some very good teams over the years. I mean, they're a team that is consistently in the playoffs and usually into the second or third round, and then they usually find their way to a semifinal every three or four years. It feels like, but I, I think this might be the best one at least in recent memory. It, you say consistently in the playoffs. I looked it up since 1987. Only two years right, yeah. has Cole City missed. 2000 and 2010, that's the only years they missed the playoffs. That, that's, that's impressive. They've had a lot of consistency in their coaching program, too, and that, that certainly has helped. And so we have two teams here in, in Cole City and Richmond who each has had five shutouts. Each has allowed fewer than 100 points all season. I don't know, Joe. Do you think this is looking like a defensive uh, battle I think here? So. I, I, this has sure like sounds fourteen like it. to ten written all over it, or something like like last year's game, seventeen to fourteen, when uh, Lick, Nick Legnioli yeah, kicked a field it could goal come, like come down to a kick to again. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. Kyle, what do you know about the southern bracket of four A? That's uh, Murfreesboro Co-op ten and two against Effingham. By the way. What's Effingham's mascot? They are the Flaming Hearts. Oh, very good. They very are the good. Flaming Hearts, <laughs> which is up there as one of the best nicknames in the state, along with the Freeport Pretzels, the Teutopolis Wooden Shoes, the Fisher Bunnies. Cobden Apple Knockers. Uh, Cobden, yeah. Cob- I don't know if Cobden's consolidated. They may not be around, but yeah. Do they have a Flaming Heart mascot, though, I, walking I, around I, the sidelines? I haven't seen that. Maybe we'll see that next week if uh, we'll Richmond to, we'll and We'll have to do some research on that. To, I um, I don't think Effingham is making it through though. I I think Murfreesboro is the better team. And I actually didn't know much about this team. Um, the Seuss, the Steve Susie, when we've been doing the Friday night drive, are are kind of statewide. He's been kind of the source of information, talking to some people down in, in far southern Illinois who said, "Don't sleep on the team, don't sleep on the team." And as he looked into it more, he he became more and more convinced that they actually had a shot uh, and it were a legitimate threat to knocking off Bishop McNamara. Came to fruition, and that's a really good Bishop McNamara team. So um, I, I think Murfreesboro is the the favorite to come out of that side of the bracket at this point. Do you think that the northern bracket team, whichever one it is, will win this? next no. week well do i do i think that w- yeah would I, th- you? I think they'll be the favorite i don't think that it's a foregone conclusion all right so we have two games to pick this week guys we have in class 6a number one prairie ridge 11 and 1 at number two deerfield 10 and 2 deerfield has not been to the semis since 1990 prairie ridge is trying to get there for the fourth time in five years sean what do you think I feel like, and this is this isn't meant to be a knock on on some of these teams Deerfield has played, but I just feel like they haven't seen anything quite like Prairie Ridge uh, up to this point through the playoffs, and I think Prairie Ridge is going to win this game. Um, yeah, I I definitely agree with you. Um, I I would say that game against Lake Forest. Don't underrate that. That Lake Forest team plays in a really tough conference. It's um, plays at a lot of larger schools in that conference that they came out of. They were a pretty good team, actually. Um, so I, I, that being said, uh, they haven't faced anyone at this level uh, of a Prairie Ridge. 
and um, at least in the postseason. And uh, I, I just think that, that Prairie Ridge is going to be able to impose its will in this game. I agree. I think, you know, Prairie Ridge, I think, got through that one, gutted it out last week. And now, you know, it gets another chance, and they're, they're not going to have to worry about the weather. And I, I think this offense is going to have a little pent-up frustration ready to take out and, and uh, show, what, show what it can really do this week again. Well, I, I think the offense is fine. I just I think that that – that defense in particular is just going to be flying around on this turf. Um, those linebackers have been really good all year. I think they're going to give Deerfield a, a lot of trouble this week. All right, in Class 4A then, number two, Richmond Burton, 12-0, at number one, Cole City, 12-0. Well, this is fun because it's one of those games that I keep going back and forth on. Um, I don't know how you guys feel, but, yeah, you look at the score um, – Last week, Cole City twenty-five to seven over Wheaton St. Francis, and that's that's an impressive uh, uh, score against you know the the only team that had beaten IC Catholic in the regular season, um, and then of you know Cole City's got some big wins too, uh, Morris, Bishop, Mack, and and Wilmington on the schedule. I don't know. What do you guys think? I I'm in this scenario I'm taking Cole City. I just think that they are um it, just a hair better. I think this is going to be another really close game. I don't feel confident in that pick. Um I just look at the the body of work and um a, a, a few of the athletes on that team that I just feel like give them just a bit of an edge. I I feel like both of these teams uh, that they met in the quarters last year in Richmond won. I think they're both better than they were last year it seems like yeah i do b- both feel better both defensively teams have and, better. and better offensively I, i'm excited that i get to see this game i think this is going to be just a terrific game but i'm just going to give a little bit of edge to cole city as well then uh then i'll be the guy who's different here i've been picking richmond all season so i <laughs> i don't see any reason not to but again i don't know it's a it's a toss-up yeah they haven't let you down yet they haven't <laughs> yet so so why pick against them <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to the Northwest Herald Prep Football Podcast. And we'd like to thank our great sponsors, including Rosati's Pizza in Crystal Lake, Lake Marine and RV of Woodstock, and Adams Collision and Service Centers and Plum Garden in McKinney.